Hello and boo to you, everyone. Just a quick little announcement before the episode begins. There were some technical issues, so throughout the episode, there will be times where it sounds like I'm talking over the guest. And while we were recording, that did not happen, but I guess somewhere in the audio processing, it has now managed to put my audio before theirs. So, um... Just wanted to let you know that I guess we had some grim grinning ghost who came along and followed me home and messed with the audio. But I hope you enjoy the episode otherwise and have a very spooky and happy October. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 2, Episode 31. And I'm, and I'm not going to do the air horn, because it's spooky season. We're going to say boo, because I think that's appropriate. Um, but we are here for a different take on our Home Park Hoedown episode. A more of a haunted Home Park Hoedown. That's right, it's spooky season here at Dyslexic. So that means haunted houses and theme park Halloween events. This week, instead of visiting one home park, we're going to do kind of a countdown of our top five Halloween events at theme parks. And by kind of, I mean that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, and it isn't, it also, I will disclaim, I say at theme parks, it does not, I did not say it had to be at theme parks. It's just more of our top five Halloween events that we think you should check out um, or that we would really like to check out at some point. <laughs> But what two ghoul friends uh, are joining me this week? I had to say that. I thought it was cute. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, it is none other than the icon himself, Parker. Hello. And the living legend, Daniel. Bonjour. Ooh, that was so (laughs) French-like and stuff. We we baguette. Okay. Wow. I'm um, a Canadian here. I should be the one using the French. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that's about my knowledge of French and that's that's about it. <laughs> Every time I say we we baguette, there's it's I'm specifically referencing this video of this girl who's like in a beret walking around and speaking just nonsense French and she's like we we baguette. And I don't know. <laughs> It just makes me laugh every time. And oh it's, my! Oh there, there's at one point I'm I'm like so convinced she says pea soup, and it just oh gets everything. If I can find it, I will send it to you guys. But um, hello and welcome. I am so glad to have you on. And first of all, thank you so much for being on. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. I'm sure this is going to be a fun episode. I am excited because I love theme parks. I love spookiness. I love haunted houses. It's a very big part of my personality. Um, And uh, I just can't wait to talk about it. So I think we should go ahead and uh, jump right in. So, uh, Parker, we'll start with you. Let's start with your number fifth spot. Number fifth? Number fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. All right. You know. (laughs) Just cut me off, please. Okay, so this is one that I just learned about pretty recently. Like, only heard about it last week. But it is Saunders Farm. Now, it's a farm, obviously, as the name implies. So, um, it's in Ottawa. And I don't know how recent this event is. Like, I don't know for how many years it's been running. But they do a pretty sick-looking wagon ride. Um, 
and yeah, you're going on this wagon, you go out into the forest, um, you're surrounded by scare actors, and there's different scenes. At one point, you're going through, they built this tunnel out in the middle of the forest. Like, it's so crazy. It looks like you're out in the boonies, yet they have all these sets and stuff built up. It looks really cool. And yeah, I don't really know that much about it, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty solid top five. Uh, fifth pick. Uh, I feel like, as you said, out in the boonies, I was like, okay, so my hometown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like, and that's scary enough in my head. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so it's like a hayride? Pretty much. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I am a sucker for haunted hayrides. My family used to put one on when I was a kid. Um, and I I just love them. I think they're so cool. There's so many really neat things that a haunted hayride can do that just a regular haunt can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it can create it can create such a different atmosphere that a regular haunt can't. And personally, I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. Um, if they were able to like reduce the amount of people on the hayride, that would be in a, that would be like a haunt event I'd personally feel comfortable probably going to this year since it's like outside. If you have like reduced numbers on the wagon, yeah, absolutely. Like, it can just be people in your party, just people you know, and yeah, exactly. And I I think that uh, Mel's uh, Mel's dying. Everybody, I know she's very busy during this Halloween season. Um, but I know she's working at a haunt, and I'm pretty sure it's a haunted hayride. But it has this sign. And as soon as you said it, it just reminded me of it. It has this sign that um, Shelby or Windiguts, as most people know her, her artwork. She designed this sign, this artwork, but it's actually on this uh, uh, animatronic. That's not the word, but like special effects sign. It's a billboard, and the lights start flickering, and the uh, the sound effects sound like it's like breaking, and it falls toward the um toward the wagon and i just am obsessed with it i just think it's such a cool effect because i mean like it's a full-size billboard that just like smacks down toward the thing and i know i know that's some twister shit right there it really is some (laughs) twister shit it really is oh my gosh that's exactly what it is (laughs) uh well thank you for bringing that up and Making me go on a tangent. <laughs> no problem. Danielle, Danielle, let's move over to you. What is your fifth spot? Well, there's a lot of great haunts in the north. And I think that this is actually going to be in the south we're going to go to. Um, this is one of the best. It was voted the best in the Carolinas, actually. And it is called Lake Hickory Haunts. It's in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, so if you're in the greater Charlotte area, you know, York County, that type of thing, it's about an hour away from you. Um, and basically it's kind of like a, um, I guess you could call it, you know, on a farm, but it's not really on a farm. It's, um, Mm -hmm. it's got different attractions. So it's got like a haunted factory type of thing that you can walk through. Um, it's got many different um, walkthroughs, essentially, or houses that we call them, um, that you can go through of all different kinds of uh, topics and things like that. So they have like a, a zombie one. They have one where it's kind of like you're on a ship and you were like a pirate and you're trying to get off the ship or, you know, you know, you're stuck under you know, in the water, in the deep depths of the sea, 
Um, there's one that's like about a pandemic, which is probably not a great one this year. <laughs> um, I don't mean to laugh. Like that's not funny, but it definitely. As soon as you said that, I was like, you know, there. I bet there's so many haunts that are like, you know, let you know what, maybe let's get rid of this section. Yeah. Let's just you know scooch it over somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I'm sure that you know we all feel kind of like bombarded by like all the you know. Uh, you know the houses that are based off of like pandemic or plague-like diseases and people in hazmat suits and everything whenever that's kind of been like our everyday normal um existence yeah (laughs) you just walk through those and you're like where is your mask (laughs) really i know i know it's just a bunch of Karens complaining about how it can't, how they can't breathe up the mask. Yes, your mask needs to be over you know, your nose. No chance. You know, that would scare me. That would scare me. Some white women coming after me t- trying to convince me of fake oh, science. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that's what those people Exactly. Exactly. So they have, like... Um, I'd say six or seven different... Um, different house experiences um, to pick for pick from, and then they also have like a midway of mayhem that you kind of go through, also. And it's also got some shops and some of the carnival games and things like that. Um, so something different to kind of check out on your way to something more um, elevated in presence as far as the public cares about but this is something definitely a little bit smaller and definitely a little bit more unique that I think that you'll see um, as you're traveling through that's super cool I'm sorry I, I, I have to ask because I thought you said it but then I not gonna lie I went and I added an honorable mention to my list real quick because as soon as you said something it instantly reminded me of it did you say there's like an like a section that's like themed to like underwater yes. that blows my mind I love that I love when haunts do something so different from other haunts and like that's just not a typical theme for a haunt so I stand I think you know I love that yep it's basically about a water demon from what I understand, coming and taking over a village built near a dam. Damn. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, they have one that's like down in the filthy sewers, and you kind of just go down there. And yeah, I don't know what that's going to smell like, but it can't be good. I can tell you this. I have obsessive compulsive disorder, and I'm and I I don't talk about this very often on the podcast or ever. And I'm not one of those people who's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick. No, I actually have like been diagnosed. I was on medication for years for it to help anxiety due to it. But I can tell you right now, if I had to go into a dark, dank sewer, I would literally walk out there and be like, okay, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna wash my hands. <laughs> You know what? I'm going to bed because I'm disgusted. <laughs> Which is the point of a hunt, but still, I'm just like, <clears throat> just the idea makes me <clears throat> like. Never mind the blood, anything. the guts, and the gores, the sewers no, that you gotta watch it, out it's, for. It's the poop tunnel. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just no, gonna say you. this, and I'm yeah. just not gonna like, you know, 
we're not going to talk about it anymore after that. We're just going to wash our hands and that and go on. Um, but back like six years ago, Horror Nights had an original themed house called Dollhouse of the Damned. Yes. Oh, you're talking about and the they had the giant baby room and it smelled like baby powder and something that does not cover the smell of baby powder. I don't know who was like, you know what, let's make the entire house smell like it. Oh, it, it literally, you came out and it stumped on your clothes too. It's like, oh God. You could not... <sighs> You could not That's, stay the way you said that to the hotel room that night. <laughs> the way you said that instantly made me think. I'm like that just reminds me of when I worked at Subway as a teenager. I'd walk out smell like onions, which I'd much rather smell like than you know poo. Absolutely, um, <laughs> absolutely, hands down, I'd take that. <laughs> That's just not a good idea. Like, I don't care if you're trying to go for a gross out house. Don't make it smell like poop. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, uh, that's so. Uh, that's ugly. that's probably <laughs> one of the worst ones that I've experienced. That uh, I just, yeah, yeah. We're just gonna leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so my fifth placement is a place in Paducah, Kentucky. You may have heard of it. You may have not. Um, it is called Talon Falls. It is a haunt I've been wanting to visit for many years, but have never, I've never like gotten myself to go. Cause it, it's like a two or three hour drive to get there. And so I'm not, it's one of those things where it's like, am I willing to really make this trip to go to it? And I, I am, but it just doesn't work out. Um, and obviously definitely not this year. Um, but it is a it is a it is a screen park, so it's a theme park that is fully made up of haunted houses. Um, and they have from the last time I checked, it may be three now, but they used to have four haunts, uh, which was uh, Talon Falls, which is the original haunt, um, uh, Dead End Haunted House. There was a Circus of Screams or something like that, and then they used to have a haunted hayride. I think they might have gotten rid of the hayride. Um, But what's really cool about this place is um, Talon Falls itself each year has a different main show. And um, but what's what I think is really interesting and a a lot of haunts will will be like separate rooms that are like scary, but usually kind of have Mm -hmm. an overall theme. Well, Talon Falls, what I think is really cool is they keep like the main theme from each year in the past and those are the rooms before you get to the the main theme for the uh the year so like whatever your pat your favorite past haunts were you can still experience a small bit of that while going through the house which i just think is super cool oh nice um the haunted hayride was old west themed which i also think is just super cool because like ghost cowboys and whatnot are just very it it's a cool concept to me. Ghost towns and ghost cowboys and saloon girls and all that deal is just very exciting and spooky to me, and I enjoy that. Um, the circus house—it's a circus house. Like, don't know what it is. It's a circus house. Um, but the other really really cool thing is they actually uh, made a movie at Talon Falls. I mean, it's a Talon Falls film. Is they film 
to go along with the story of the park. And you can watch it there while you're there. It's like a full feature-length film. It was in some local theaters down there. And I think it might have went on the festival circuit at one point. Um, but, like, it, uh, they filmed an entire feature-length film at their at their park and made a full lore to um, to this park and I just think that's super cool and that's just not something you hear a lot of haunts doing is making a legit movie mm-hmm. to promote you know your your event your park which I just yeah, think that's is definitely unique and unheard of I've never heard of anything like that before so that is why it is my number five because like it's cool it's different but it's just it doesn't have enough oomph as the, as the ones I have above it um, but now let's move on to our number four spart <laughs> our number four sparts. Um <laughs> Parker what's your number four spot um, uh, so uh, my fourth spot is Pure Farm which is located just outside of Kitchener Ontario going with another farm haunt again this one has a little bit more they also have a hayride like my last one but on top of that they have several indoor haunts like they have barns and trailers that they completely convert into haunts um i'm not sure exactly what the names of them are but i know one of them is like an alien one another one is like no (laughs) yeah I, i don't i don't do aliens i know that's such a weird fear but I rode Alien Encounter at Disney World as a kid, and since that attraction, I have had a lifelong fear of aliens and extraterrestrials and blah de blah blah which, yes, I am going as an alien this Halloween, because that's what the kids at work chose for me to be. So I said, okay. But I'm sitting there, and I'm doing a cute alien. I can't do no real-looking alien, because I will cry. I hate them. And as soon as you said that, I was like, no! It's <laughs> not allowed. Oh my... <laughs> I mean, hey, face your fears. <laughs> I will face any fear but that. Just uh, don't look in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to cut you off. Anyways. That really got me. I was like, uh, Yeah, so they have the alien house. They also, I believe, have a clown house. They, they just have a bunch of different ones, and they all have different themes. But, yeah, um, it's pretty cool like that and then they also have a big corn maze that's also transformed into a haunt i don't think it has one particular theme it's just haunted corn maze is the theme but it's cool because it has that mix of the indoor and the outdoor and there's just a lot of variety there as well um i've never been myself but i am actually planning on going in a few weeks so this year what they're doing is you can get a group of friends like five to ten of you just a small group uh, you do this campfire, so it's just you guys chilling by the fire, roasting marshmallows and whatnot, and then you get to do the haunts all by yourself. So it's just your group and the scare actors. That's it. And they're all outside I... this year, so all the indoor ones say turned into trails or something like that. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's like the what we wish we could do at Halloween Horror Nights. I. See, that's one of the things that I love about local haunts, and that's why I love to, like, talk about them on the podcast, is, like, and, yeah, like, I got some theme parks in here, but still, the thing about local haunts is, like, you can, if, there are some people who are just, like, HHN all the way, and I'll be all, and you know what, that's fine, if that is your deal, 
that's great. But if you are a big haunt fan, I do encourage you to go out and try to find some of your local haunts or go to the ones we're talking about, especially this year. Like, if you feel safe enough, you know, that it, you know, they need your help. But like, a lot of local haunts, they are going to terrify you and they are going to put you in situations that you could not get an HHN. Like, going through a corn maze with, like, four other people <laughs> in, in the darkness and just waiting for something to come out. Like, you just, you're not gonna get that. And I just... I wish you luck. I hope you make it out alive. Thank you, me um, too. <laughs> But it just sounds like a really good time. And I'm also glad you get to experience a haunt this year. Uh, because mine here locally, I personally just don't feel very safe uh, going into. Because one of them... Okay, so you know how like with the virus, they're like, you need to be in like well-ventilated areas. Oh, right? yeah. And mask. Well, yeah. Well, our, the ours is in the basement of the old courthouse. Um, <laughs> and they're like, everybody's wearing masks. I'm like, great. It's in a basement of the old courthouse. I've been through it. It's dirt floors. You're like ducking under water pipes. I smacked my head on water pipe one year. Um, yeah, oh, I had a lump. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not this year, guys. So I'm glad you get to do an outdoor haunt. Yeah, and like I said, like it's just a small group, so I'm really glad they're changing it up and making it work for this year that's super exciting um awesome okay so let's move over to danielle danielle what is your fourth spot this is one that i don't know if it's going to come back or not um this is the wb festival of frights out in california on your actual sound stages um out there in california Um, I've seen YouTube videos that are completely remarkable um, of these attractions that they create. And I I really hope that this does come back next year because I think this would just be amazing as someone who loves horror to just um, experience. It's unique because it is actual sound. It's actual scenic from where the movies were shot so you actually go to Camp Crystal Lake you actually see Freddy walking around you know with his his magical glove we're gonna call it (laughs) magical glove (laughs) I just I don't mean to cut you off but like I loved how this event looked it was insane the It House was phenomenal looking the way they did the Batman villains like a whole house with Batman villains like that is so because it was like Arkham Asylum for the Batman villains which is so freaking cool I mean they had Harley they had Joker they had like anybody who was in Arkham is is was oh my gosh it's just so good and it they looked scary and I just think they were really different because like they weren't your traditional haunt they were very different than what is expected from like your traditional like walking through dark corners yes, kind of haunt exactly and you know at least from what I saw 
it didn't look like you know how at horror nights you have a tendency to do a conga line and that kind of detracts yeah. from the uniqueness of what some of what horror nights brings um and i think that that's also what makes this so attractive is the fact that um it's just it looked very spaced out it didn't look like there was a lot of people congregating and going through these attractions at the same time you actually had some some space and this is pre covid uh, where you actually had this space yeah. where you actually you know could experience a room with you and your group without having you know someone right behind you on top of you um and i think that's really unique and and i think that's yeah. a especially for being out in California where it's just so uh, population dense. It is. I, I really, I think like since it's a, a legitimate back lot that like, I think there were like very limited number of tickets yeah. per event rights. <clears throat> but like, Parker, have you seen this event? Like, are I don't think I have. No. What's happening? So like, it was on like the Warner Brothers back lot. And it like I, I I know I know it is so oversaturated for a lot of people, but like the house was so good, and I don't I'm still confused on how they did the costume for like the lady with the flu. I don't know what that official character's name is called. But I call her the lady with the flu, the one that's the one that's in like the uh, temple. It just, it's scary. It is frightening. Because that was the character that probably scared me the most out of the movies. So to see them, to see her translated into like a 3D <laughs> person, like, no. <laughs> that one was freaky, but the video I saw, they had a, um, they had the nun. They did and, have the oh nun that my year. gosh, like like that. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Nope, nope. You could not give me. It that. was yes, so scary, and it was a very very unique scare. With yes, that portrait. was my favorite too. It was like it looked like it was a portrait, and then she just exactly. She ran. She yep, full force. Like, that's a nope. No, like it is a portrait, and the face starts moving. You're like, "Oh, cool effect!" And then, nope, it's a full body scare actor run runs up, yep, yep, like within six inches of your of your face, and it's like (laughs) you just want to tear out the house, like right at that second, and be like, "I gotta go." (laughs) (laughs) Like it is on YouTube. I do recommend you look it up, Parker, because it is some of some of these scares are so extremely unique. That I was All just right. like, dang. Like, it is insane. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your number four spot. Scott, what's your number four spot? I'm glad you asked, Scott. Um, my number four spot is actually uh, one of the few Halloween events I have been able to go to. Because <laughs> I, I think I have that, too. Um, <laughs> 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 For only five dollars a day, you can help me not <laughs> suffer from poor. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
<laughs> I really tickled myself with that. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my number four spot goes to Halloween Haunt at King's Island. Um, and I know Halloween Haunt is across the Cedar Fair chain. Um, and I don't think it's in every Cedar Fair park, but I think it's in the majority of them. And I know all three of us live relatively close or near to a Cedar Fair park and have all experienced some form of Halloween Haunt before. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the Kings Island is the one that I have been to specifically. And I very, very, very much enjoy it. Um First of all, Kings Island has one of the best collections of coasters in the Cedar Fair chain. So those rides at night are amazing. A night ride on Beast is one of the most frightening things I've ever experienced. And, like, it sounds silly because, like, the Beast is not that intense of a coaster. But a night ride on it changes it to such a different level of a coaster that I have yet to experience. Um, And also... I'm just going to go ahead and say this, and people will find this very controversial. One of the best night rides, if not the best night ride at Kings Island is Adventure Express. I know it is a family, like, um, mind train coaster, but it is dark, and you do not know where you are going. With it being a mind train, you are smacking against those turns so hard. So, like, you're definitely like, you know what? I'm just going to give up and I'm just going to die. That's what's just going to happen <clears throat> because that's how it feels. But um, besides all that, besides the coasters, uh, the scare zones are, um, they're not, they're not like amazing, phenomenal, but they are fun. They are original and they are, there's one that I am obsessed with. It is so beautiful, but it's probably the least scary of the zones. Um, and it was called uh, Dance of the Macabre. And it's literally directly under the Eiffel Tower. And it is French Revolution themed. And so, like, it is like, there are people with their head cut off. And, like, it, it's very much like, you know that moment in Halloween Town 3 where you're, you're, like, seeing the dioramas around you? Or around the people oh, yeah. looking at the dioramas in the haunted house. And then they come to life. That's Ooh. definitely what that's like. Because, like, you're staring and you're, like, looking at these dioramas and then, boom, they run up on you. Or they move and scare the crap out of you. <clears throat> and I'm just obsessed with that zone. I think it's beautiful. Uh, they added Pumpkin Eater from Not Scary Farm uh, last year. Except it's not a house at Kings Island. It is a scare zone. But it's so beautiful. It's very much, if you're an HHN fan, it was very much um, that... Uh, the, the 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 zone where they had the pumpkins and all the trees. Um, I know you two probably know what I'm talking about, but that one year they had the it, in the Central Park area they had like the pumpkins and all the trees, and there were like thousands upon thousands of pumpkins. That's what Kings Islands looked like, except it was by the Vortex area. Um, <clears throat> but something I also think is really cool with Kings Islands haunt. Is Kings Island has a lot of lore itself within mm. its rides, and they do bring some of that ride lore out into the park, and like use kind of like it's not it's not all generic stuff, but they have a lot of like really interesting lore for the park that they bring into <coughs> um, their event, and uh, the houses are very fun. They've had a couple very unique houses. Um, one of my favorites got retired. Uh, 
a year or two ago, and it was called Bored to Death, and most people didn't like it. I enjoyed it. It was a haunted house. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all. Sounds great. So, like, Operation, Monopoly. So, like, the Monopoly <laughs> man would pop out from a Monopoly card. And he would get me, but the worst room. And it legitimately frightened me. Like, every other room was like, this is fun. I'm having fun. But the only room that legitimately frightened me was the uh, chess room. Because it was completely black and white. Checkerboard head, like, ceiling to floor. Animatronics that moved. And people that were in black and white. And you just didn't know who was going to move and who wasn't. And it 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 was actually frightening. <clears throat> and then another haunt they had that I think is really worth mentioning. And I don't even know if it's there anymore. I don't think it is. Um, but it was called Killmart. Oh. <laughs> like Kmart, but Kill. Uh, and it was zombie themed. But it was so fun. Because like you could tell what department of the store you're going through. So it was like auto department, horticulture. <laughs> toys clothing and it was just really really funny like it was scary but it was really funny because (laughs) i don't know why i think i don't know why i find this so funny but in like the gardening department there were like plants that would (laughs) pop out at you and i don't know why i thought that was funny (laughs) I just like oh spooky leaves. <laughs> um, but I just think it's a really, really good event. It's also uh, included in your admission price. So if you come during the day, you can go at night. Uh, the only downside I've seen to the event uh, is the fact that, uh, and I, I think other Cedar Fair parks do this, but. Uh, Kings Island sells mm. no boo necklaces, which are basically, and I don't know, I don't know if Candle Wonderland or uh, Carol Wins does that for you guys, but basically it are it is these light up necklaces that you can buy, and when you go through scare zones, they won't scare anybody with those necklaces. And the reason I really hate that is because if you're around people with those necklaces or you're trying to walk through this scare zone, you can't get scared. Because they are not allowed to see yeah. people who purchase these necklaces. And uh, that's the only downside. So that's why it's down at number four for me. <clears throat> um, but let's move to our number three spot. All right. Okay, My number three number spot three is spot? Legends of Horror, which is an event that they do every year at Casa Loma in Toronto. <laughs> I really fucking <laughs> <don't say laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> As soon as you said legends, um, I was like, the hidden temple, exactly. Not quite, not quite. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. But, um, well, let's back it up. So, Casa Loma is this big castle, pretty much. It's in the middle of Toronto. Like, it's just kind of on this hill that overlooks downtown. And I think it was just a house that was built by some rich dude in the early 1900s. But, you know, he had all this money. It's like, yo, I want to live in a castle. So <laughs> the dream. we made it happen. Um, but then uh, for Legends of Horror, they transform it all. Um, and it's this two kilometer trail. It goes through the castle gardens and the castle grounds. And then it ends up going inside the castle and through these creepy tunnels underneath. And at one point, 
Uh, there's a bar. It's all pirate themed, so you can have a drink and take a break there before you keep going. Then you keep going through these tunnels, and you end up oh, I got the stage coach house or something. Just it, it's crazy. It goes all the way through this castle. It's this huge long trail, and um, yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the setting alone just makes it totally unique. Um, it's not like there's multiple houses or anything. It's just the one thing, but. It takes you about an hour to get through, uh, possibly even longer if you spend a bit of time at the bar. But I, w- I went once a couple years ago, and I was so impressed. Um, even on the outside of the castle, they have all these projections going on. So every so often, the skull comes on the tower, and the windows open, and all these things are revealed. Yeah, it was crazy. It was good. That sounds amazing. Plus, I love I love a long haunt because yeah. you're getting your money's worth, <clears throat> which is like a big thing for me. Um, personally, it's just like I don't want to pay twenty plus dollars to go to a haunt where it's you know ten fifteen minutes of a haunt because that's 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 I just paid you like twenty something plus dollars, and you know if it's a day, I paid <laughs> yeah. you forty something plus dollars. <laughs> to go through this haunt maybe once so i'm like i i, I love when a, i love when a, i love when a show will give a long show plus yeah. <laughs> a freaking castle <laughs> i who doesn't want to go in a haunted castle like what is more halloween than a haunted castle that's yeah, amazing <laughs> and i think a couple movies were actually filmed there that's... not during the halloween time but the actual castle like i think scenes from chicago were filmed there Parts of Descendants was there. Twitches and Twitches 2, I think, were some other ones. Goosebumps. There's Goosebumps who's filming there. Uh, so uh, there a couple we scenes. just watched. Yes. Wait, is it Terror Tower? Yeah. Oh so, gosh, I mean, I it's already used for a horror show. So, it's the perfect setting for um, this Halloween event. You know, that makes sense, though, because, like, Pretty much all the like the '90s ho- kids horror shows were filmed in Canada. Because Are You Afraid mm-hmm. of the Dark was filmed in Canada. Um, Goosebumps was filmed in Canada. I think So Weird was filmed in Canada for Disney Channel. I'm like, 90% I mean, probably sure it was. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So I, yeah, I looked up a few more Canada's things. Sweet. Apparently, the castle was also used for part of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows and the 2017 version of Beauty and the Beast, the one with Emma Watson. Ooh. Yeah. What? <laughs> I would go there just to be like, wow, look at all this. Can you imagine like walking there and you're like, oh, wow, that's what the movie was so cool. <laughs> That's pretty much how it was. It's like, <laughs> somebody <wow>. pops out. <laughs> Take your Harry Potter wand in. Spelliamus. I don't know any of the spells. I was okay. The kids just, you know, point and just wave their wand at whatever. <laughs> 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 they just they just hope it works and goes you know start waving it around randomly and then it goes off and they're like yay and it's like okay we back up <laughs> me <laughs> I would so fell at Hogwarts like I'd be I'd flunk out so fast <laughs> there was this video of this guy who was like he's like I've never watched Harry Potter I'm gonna listen to the spells once and I'm gonna try to repeat them. And it was, ex- it was Expelliarmus. <laughs> he goes, Expelliarmus. Oh you don't need a spell for that. You just go to Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> true. Oh. True. True. That was too real. 
<laughs> oh gosh, I can't. <laughs> no, but I would love to go to a haunted castle. That sounds insane. Hey, like that sounds so much fun. Except, again, you're like talking about all these Halloween, like two iconic mm-hmm. Halloween movies, Twitches and Twitches Two, really filmed right there. Now. Could you imagine if they could do a haunt with like the scary or Halloween oh. type things they did there? So like twitches are just walking around outside <laughs> the castle, or like the terror tower guys in there. I would love that. Could y'all imagine a goosebumps oh haunted house? Would gosh, that not be yeah. everything? Haunted house. You would need a whole screen park for one for each of the books yeah yeah you can do that <laughs> each book gets yes. its own house yes oh my god yeah. just make horror land yeah but make sure you use like the awesome the 90s co- covers you know like as your entrance mm. in. yes yes yes, yes. the violent just, like, um, the, the comic books sometimes the violent comics or whatever it's called yes just like that exactly Yes, except goosebumps. Oh my gosh, that's every- okay. Anybody who's listening from this, this is our idea. You can pay us three for that. Thank you. Or you know, Ooh, or just you hire or us to be on the creative team, and we'll call um, it at that point. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Yes, do we that. take offers? You know, we're perfect. We're we, we do take offers. <laughs> John the Flamboy, I'm looking at you. Um. That's a very specific person, and I will. I'll get to that. <laughs> um, but then, um, you know, so this should come as no surprise reason? that I love horror nights in Orlando deeply, uh, very much. After finally being able to experience it, um, so the number three spot is actually one of those I would like to take it to the next level and explore it across the world. Um, Singapore has some looking. And I yes! mean, sick-looking original content houses that they have cultivated and created over the, the past few years. And I think just being able to do that one time, just one time, would be out of the world. Horror Nights Singapore, it is a different breed of Horror Nights. And in my opinion, looks more, it looks, it legitimately looks scarier than what is stateside yeah absolutely have you seen some of their website material and it's like it looks like some of like the old school horror nights website stuff that you would see exactly like it is if you guys have not looked up horror nights in Singapore, it is ridiculous. Also, I'm sure some of you don't know there's a Universal Singapore. There is. Um, there's also a Universal Japan. Uh, but Singapore's Halloween oh horror nights. And one year God. they did get Jack. Like Jack the Clown went over to went over to Singapore one year. Um, so they had a Jack. And I also think it spoke. Um, I don't know what language is spoken in Singapore, y'all. I'm sorry. But I think it's spoken their language. But still, Horror Night Singapore is insane. I think that would just be off the chain to experience one time because there's just, it just looks so no holds bar and so culturally relevant to the country you're visiting, too, that it's just so unique. It's not something that 
will be done properly here at home and it'll be so unique of an mm. experience no matter when yes. you go. I just don't think you can go wrong. I totally agree. Okay, so my number three spot um, is actually going to be uh, two different events, but it's within the same chain. And mine is going to be the Hallow Scream events at both Bush Gardens Parks in Williamsburg and Tampa. Now, the reason I put them together is because, um, you know, they're part of a chain and they do share... Um, uh, a lot of times they do share their icons and their houses. Um, but the thing that's interesting is Tampa is very much... Tampa very much more kind of draws from horror nights where they do usually have an icon. They usually, you know, they have a bunch of original houses. Almost, I mean, I think every house is original at both um, Hallow Scream events. But um, what's funny is it's Tampa's is very more what you expect at a Halloween event. It's zombies, it's ghosts, it's vampires, and there's pirates too, which is very <laughs> Florida in my opinion for some reason. Um, but like, it's just, it's very what you expect from an event whereas Williamsburg what I think is really cool is since Williamsburg is more themed to the different European countries it, um, a, a lot of the uh, a lot of the, the scare zones and the houses are of the, they're meant to represent those countries and those like the lore oh and cool I did not know that cool. places. It, it, it's so cool so like and like uh it's not like they have an area that's like old old europe which is very it's very much like vampires in transylvania and like um you know like the old world there's like a section that's very more like uh the witch trials massachusetts witch hunt um and you know and that's not every year um but like it's it's very like those are themes they've had before um, they have a sinister circus uh, called Circus Sinestro, um, which is honestly one of the best houses I've ever seen at a theme park, and I definitely recommend you look it up. <clears throat> um, but like, I just I think the events overall are really unique because they have very unique icons, very unique um, uh, visions, and it's very. And they also go very ambitious. Like there was that one year um, at. Tampa, uh, Hello Screen, where they had 13 icons th- for the event. There was 13 different icons for the event, and each day leading up to the beginning of the event, Ooh. an icon was released. So there was like, uh, that year there was there was a banshee, there was um, a clown, a executioner, a butcher, um, a vo- the voodoo queen, like and, and like all these characters were basically together as this as these thirteen entities of evil, um, and then one and then one year they also had and this is my I don't I'm just I just think it's so cool that some of the the concepts they come up with they had they have an icon for Tampa called the Death Jockey so a DJ but like his music is meant to like melt <laughs> your brain and like make you basically turn to a zombie. They had one called Sylvie who was from a band called My Ex and she basically um, w- would torture men by like Ooh. using her guitar strings to snap off their fingers and keep them as trophies 
yeah, like it, like uh, there was there was these uh, these twins called the Raven Twins that were conjoined, but when they were separated, they were disfigured, and so uh, you know they have like this vengeance against people. So they they kind of like take that out on men as well, and they even had a vampire who owned a fashion empire. And so her whole, like, vampire group, I don't know what that's called. I know there's a word for it. Clan. Um, <laughs> they're all, like, her models. And so they were, like, very high. That whole event was very high-end fashion. Um, I would describe it almost, almost as if Lady Gaga made a vampire <laughs> fashion line. <laughs> It's very that. And so that's why I just think those events are really cool. And I feel like they sometimes get an unfair rap just because they are compared to Horror Nights. At least Tampa does. Um, Williamsburg is like a fan favorite and people are in love with it who live over there. So that's why I had to put that as my uh, number three. Uh, But now we'll move on to our our number twos. <laughs> Wash your hands, um, <laughs> Parker. Uh, what is your number two? Okay, placement. My is number two placement <laughs> is Screamers. It's a pretty appropriate name. Um, Ooh. Oh, by the way, um, I'm kind of keeping my list uh, to Canada just to add some international flavor because I'm sure, uh, I'm sure the two of you Ooh, will, a flavor. Uh, have a lot from the U.S. that I would have had, but yeah, I'm sticking to Canada where it's maple okay. flavored, of course. Right. <laughs> so uh, I, I stand that. Thank you, thank That's you. Very Priyanka. <laughs> Priyanka. What's her name? <laughs> okay, so, so number two is Screamers, which is actually in two different locations. So. One is in a city called Hamilton, Ooh, and on, the other is in Toronto. Um, so, I think they have different houses between the two. I've only been to the one. Um, I haven't been to the other one, but they're pretty similar anyways. Um, but they have, um, they usually rent out an exhibition hall. So, this big indoor space. So, like, convention center. Oh, that's I'm looking for. Yeah, and then um, all the haunts are made from not shipping containers, but they're like they're they're trailers, I guess. Some most of them are like trailers. Like I guess, yeah, I guess that's the word to describe them. Yeah, and they have a whole bunch of different themes for the houses. Of course, um, they change them every year. Um, uh, like one of them is, of course, they have your classic clowns one, and they have your. Um, they had one that was totally black. You couldn't see anything going through it, which freaked me out so much, especially because there's parts that get King's so Island. narrow. I went through the one time and I lost my mom. Like I came out, my mom was stuck in there. I had to go back in and try to find her. Like Kings Island, I, I, I have to interrupt. Kings Island had one called Blackout, and I don't I don't deal with sensory things very well, like haunt wise and that I have never been so terrified in the house as I was in there because it was it was like every minute and a half uh, a light would flash like Ooh. a strobe light would flash and you know 
and as soon as like as soon as that strobe light would flash, oh, no. there'd be somebody right beside oh. you, a scare actor, like right in your face. And the whole time you have to keep your yep. hand out because you have to guide yourself. And there's like faces along the way, along the way, and like slimy walls. And there was one part with this like subwoofer, and it blared, and I fell to the ground and let go of the rope. And I was like, I'm trapped here forever. You know what? I'm oh, dead. No. I'm trapped here forever. I can't get out. Yeah. So I feel you there. Oh, I would so hate I that so much. <laughs> it's it was horrible. Yeah. I will never do it again. Anyways, they have um, a bunch of different houses, like you said, just different themes, different stories. They change it up every year, and they have a good size midway too. Like usually, they have about four or five carnival rides. Some of them are inside the building. Some of them are outside, depending on the size of these rides and what they decide to bring in. So they have the haunt and the midway there. Now, the thing that brings this haunt to my number two spot, because everything else, I mean, you can find that pretty much anywhere. But the thing that makes it number two is they have this haunt where the beginning is a dark ride. So it's like a fairground dark ride. So um, I don't know if you've been to a state fair or anything where they have like the Haunted Mansion, not as good as the Disney version, but whatever. We'll take what we can get. So it's one of those, like, just on a track, in a trailer, going through, there's animatronics that, I mean, if you go to the state fair ones, you're lucky if they work. But here, they keep them in pretty good condition. But they have scare actors that (laughs) jump onto your cart as it's going through at different points. Like, they jump onto the front of it, latch on, jump off, and they just come out of nowhere. So they're riding along with you. Oh, it's crazy. I would because like you can and then at one run, point yeah like you're stuck escape. in there with the seatbelt like you're just you kind of have to take what comes at you and then at one point the cart stop and you can actually you get out and you have to go through this they have a trail set up so it's not like you do the ride and then you're done like it starts off with the ride you get off halfway through and then you go outside of the ride and then they have a whole haunt after that absolutely not yeah and it and if i remember that the is was like it horrifying. was kind of like fun house theme they had i don't know if you know about um there's like a spinning tunnel effect where if you stand for too long you yeah like you're spinning upside down yeah so that particular one that yeah was it in the number two that would so be Oh my gosh! And with all three of us being like theme park nerds, I feel like that would just draw any of us instantly into there so quick. I oh my gosh, that sounds chaotic and amazing. I'm sorry, I'm just I'm like envisioning it. Like mm-hmm. that sounds so much fun. I can't deal. Um, but let's move so, over to Danielle. Danielle, what is your number, number two spot? spot? Is like a, a twofer. It's kind of what happens on both sides of the coast. They're both owned by the same person. Um, and that is Dark Horizon and Dark Harbor. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh. First off, I'm going to go ahead and say, I'm going to I'm gonna ruin it. My honorable mention is Queen Mary's Dark Harbor. with Dark Harbor. I absolutely love the idea of being on a haunted Please continue. boat and having walk through. 
like it, and it's really hard yes like, it's and i just think that would be such a unique experience hands down just uh, all the different you know they give you all these different things and I, i'm not quite sure if it changes year over year or but still i think that it would just be interesting to see what that's all about just being on a haunted boat in the harbor like hands down has to be like pretty close to the top it is so cool and honestly like i i i did not expect that to be brought up because like i mean it's a big it's a big thing in california but if you're not in california and you're and you're not like a haunt person a lot of people don't know about it but like this is like an a, a this event yeah. is so cool because they take the store like the ghost stories from the ship and turn them into haunts like you are you are legitimately experiencing these stories that have been told for years about this ship in your face and i think that is insane plus they have haunts that are outside that are themed like there's like the haunts are on the boat they're on the boat that is crazy plus they have like carnival rides and stuff too just like the whole atmosphere that yeah i just think it would be just totally insane to experience like like hands down that's gotta be so spooky material I agree. The, uh, it, there was this one. Um, it was called Soulmate. It was a haunt uh, at Queen Mary. And it, it was about this woman who uh, is a ghost on the ship. But was so cool. And they've changed around many times for the years. But the one year, um, there's a section on the ship that you can go and actually see like the giant rudder at the back yep, of the ship yep. that pushes it. You know, like the big ones you see on like giant cruise ships. So you can see that in the water, but um, that's where the haunt started. And there's this woman in like these 1940s, like period clothing. And she walks up and she's chit chatting and talking to you and blah, blah, blah. Um, And basically that's their way of keeping groups separated. Um, But then she sends you on your way. Um, But what's super cool is later in the haunt, you know, like that woman you were talking to, she is the main character. She is the evil ghost that you see later in the haunt except she it's her in a more like flesh and blood kind of sense to make you feel comfortable and then you get to her being evil and chopping up these men to make her soulmate and it is it was one of the best uses of an actress because I was on their website they were talking about how like there was a, a piece that you could go through, and it was like uh, the chef. Yes, yeah. yes, it's the chef, and like there was like a deranged chef on it. Like there's ghost stories of this deranged chef, and there's parts where like they there's parts where like you are crawling over like saw blades and through an oven that is hot. And, like, you don't, obviously, you don't burn, but, like, it's, like, heaters and stuff that are meant to warm up the area you're crawling through. And, like, it is insane. Like, this haunt is amazing. Um, there was one that, uh, there's a story of this little girl named Mary who drowned in the pool. 
of the ship. They had a whole haunt for her where you walked by the actual pool that she drowned in. It's just... Queen Mary's Dark Harbor is insane. Yeah. And the Dark Horizon was the... It was in Florida. And that's... Um, it was... Personally, I wasn't as big of a fan of Dark Horizon because it doesn't have the uniqueness of the Queen Mary ship. Yeah, like I've heard of Dark Harbor. But I like, actually hadn't heard of uh, Dark Horizon before. Yeah. Dark Horizon, oh, okay, I think, okay. only had one year last year. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was its debut year, and yeah. then obviously this year they can't do it. So uh, it was its debut. Yeah, year I heard some really year, good things about it, and everybody was like era. all like totally excited for it this year and then I think they canceled like shortly before or shortly after Horror Nights did this summer um, because of the, you know, the situation and it's just really sad that you know a lot of these some of these smaller places yeah. are just like forgoing the whole haunt season this year because of the things going on but it's kind of like what, what do you do? Hmm it is and what's really heartbreaking about that is like Mm -hmm. small haunts are still small businesses just like a local pizza place that you have in your town or a local you know like the boutique you have in your town like these are small businesses actually owned by people but these businesses are only open for about Mm -hmm. a month a year and like it's like it's, it's a legit business for a lot of people where they spend every day of the year improving their show for this one month and like it's just it's heartbreaking um but on a you know spookier lighter note um my second spot is going to uh statesville haunted prison and hell's gate haunted house now these are in the chicago area they are dream houses i've wanted to visit for many years and I am in love with them. They are ran by this man named John the Flamboy, uh, who has created these two shows that are infamous in the haunt community. Like they are known as like some of the best of the best haunts. The way that they are dedicated to telling a story through these haunts is insane to me. I mean, there is so much dedication to to the actors, how they walk, how they, like, actors go through, like, I think it's, like, a two or three week, like, classes of, like, legitimate, like, improv acting. Like, you, like, they, like, walking with purpose, uh, knowing your character, like, things that, like, Broadway actors go through to make this show happen. And it's what is that okay sorry there was a truck going by and I thought it was like <laughs> an airplane dropping a bomb or something and I was like what is this noise um, like the dedication that goes to these shows are amazing and if you're interested in seeing any of it they have a reality like like a reality show a, a series on YouTube called Days of the Living Dead that I have followed for many years and I highly recommend it it is very interesting um the, the seasons are uh, easy to find. Uh, there's only like, I'd, I'd say there's probably about five or six episodes a season. Um, 
but like it it it's, it is a legitimate like reality show that shows the behind the scenes of the professional haunt world, and it is very interesting. I would I would go to say of it Ooh. as like the Imagineering Ooh. story of haunts, like very much like the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, but like for haunts, and it is it is fantastic and I really 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 highly recommend you watch it it's called Days of the Living Dead it is on YouTube um but fun connection the haunt that I worked for uh Terror on the Trail um which was a charity haunt we had connections to Statesville and what's I had already been fan a fan of Statesville for many many years before um before even starting at the haunt uh, that I worked at. And one year, uh, I open up the clown costumes, because that's what I was. I was a clown. And I look at it, and I was like, wow, these look like the clown costumes that are at Statesville. And this, and one of the uh, uh, heads of the haunt looks at me and goes, they are the clown costumes from Statesville. They got new costumes and donated these to us. And when I tell you, I flipped my shit. Wow. Because I was touching actual costumes from Statesville Haunted Prison. It was not even funny. I flipped. I'm like, I took pictures with these costumes. Like, I know it sounds silly, but like, these costumes to me were basically like if I were to go to uh, Hollywood mm. Studios back in the day for a great movie ride and see a prop from my favorite movie ever. Because, like, this is like. This is my favorite local haunt, and air quotes local because it's not local, but like regional haunt that's not with a theme park ever. It is insane. So I really highly recommend anybody looks up the the TV show and looks up these haunts because they are absolutely fantastic. And now we are at our number one spots for this countdown, and uh, I think here we go. Let's go ahead and start. With All right. What well, is your number one spot. My number one spot is. Halloween haunt at Canada's Wonderland. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Um, this is the one haunt <laughs> that I make sure I get to every single year since I don't know, maybe like 2010, 2011. But yeah, um, like uh, Scott said a couple spots ago, there's Halloween haunt events at most of these Cedar Fair parks. But I don't know the one in Wonderland is just. It's great. I love it so much. <laughs> I mean, you got the haunts, you got the scare zones, you got um, the shows, and of course, you got all the rides there as well. I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Especially not Canada's um, Wonderland with all the rides. I mean, just last year, they did something pretty cool with one of their scare zones. Um, they called it uh, Frontier's Revenge, and it was to coincide with the opening of uh, Yukon Striker and the Frontier Canada area. So, a bit of back story details information here. Um, they completely rethemed a part of the uh, park to be all Yukon themed and just had some general Canadian theming uh, for Yukon Striker, the dive coaster. But then uh, when they did the scare zone, they added in like all these miners and these like saloon girls and kind of gave it this Western gold rush theme. So it was really cool to have that um, connection between the area and the ride and this scare zone. That is so cool. And like what I think is really cool about Halloween Haunt for Canada's Wonderland in general is like 
Canada's Wonderland is one of the it was one of the most unique parks in the Cedar Fair chain, and it's the only international park in the chain. And what I think what's really cool is I've watched your I've watched your videos from uh, Halloween Haunt and uh, Canada many times, and it's some of the attractions there are so uniquely Canadian that I think is that's what I think is like so makes it so unique and so interesting compared to a lot of the um, American versions which uh, a lot of times have like run off or run down from Not Scary Farm whereas I feel like Canada's Wonderland doesn't have a lot of that a lot of it is very on their own very unique which I know they've had a couple because oh yeah like, we still have, have like, stalkers up there, there. and um, you mentioned Blackout we, we do have a version yeah. of that now that just uh they started that a couple years ago. Yeah. So ours is inside the mountain, which uh, makes it a little unique. <laughs> yeah, there's actually two mazes inside Ooh. the mountain. Yeah, the one at King's Yeah, Island. so um, one of them is really? the ruins, which is kind of like this Indiana Jones-style um, maze, but, you know, scary Indiana Jones. Like, there's these snakes that pop out at you from the wall there's like these they're <laughs> animatronics um and then they have these like skeleton warrior things oh yeah they have all that in there and then the other one is blackout which is pitch black through the tunnels that is so cool because like blackout at king's island because i think it i think blackout originated at king's island which that's why I think that's why I think it's so cool about Halloween Haunt, like connected in the Cedar Fair chain, is because a lot like you'll get themes that are similar, but they're not they're never the exact same haunted house, mm-hmm. which I think is what makes it really cool. But um Blackout of Kings Island is definitely in like a storage <laughs> unit. Um <laughs> and uh also at Kings Island, as soon as you said the ruins, it reminded me Kings Island used to have a Tomb Raider the Ride when it was owned by Paramount. Um, which was a giant top spin, and the show building was phenomenal. I, I recommend you look it up if you've never seen it, everybody listening. Um, but they, since the ride is no longer there, there's a haunt in there called Madame Fatal's Cavern of Terror. And so it's like a haunted wax museum. It's not the best haunt, but what's so cool about it is you can walk through this show building, and if you look up, because like this thing was gigantic, if you look up at the walls, the carvings of the statue from Two Raid of the Ride and some of the effects are still like in the walls on the oh, ceilings wow. it's just so it's so so cool it is so cool uh, so like you can see remnants of this old attraction while you're going through but yeah a canada's wonderland haunt is so unique yeah from what i've seen from i mean videos. another part that they have that's pretty cool is um we have an area of the park that they call international festival um which gets turned into carnival for a haunt so normally in the daytime it's kind of more of your carnival rides is at the base of the mountain originally it was themed to like a swiss or german carnival but then they make it all circus themed for the night and they used to they don't do it anymore but the bumper cars they used to clear out and have a maze inside the bumper car so they'd put walls down and you'd go in it used to be called clowns at midnight um and yeah it was crazy because they had animatronics of moving elephants in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We love a good pooping elephant (laughs) animatronic. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what is is up with haunted houses and poop? We've mentioned that multiple times. It's scary. (laughs) 
all three of us have talked about poop. Poop is scary. Poop is frightening. <laughs> Hello, I ain't cleaning that up. <laughs> it's, like, it's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> Not my job. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> That, that is All right, so just the last thing I want to mention about <laughs> Wonderland's Haunt is my favorite maze there. It is Spirit Manor. So it's in their old Action Theater building. They don't really use Action Theater for anything anymore, but they completely gutted one side of it and turned it into... Is that is that the... Um, yeah, the, yeah, that, the, like, the, that's the where they used to do, like, Spongebob motion. the Ride, Days yeah. of Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the 40 Theater. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because King's Island also has a haunt in theirs. Ooh, okay. Called Urgent But this one, like, it's, I'm pretty sure they just keep it up all year round because it's in that part of the theater that they don't use. Um, but it's basically you're going through this old... Right. Like, it's kind of like a haunted house. Like, the theme itself isn't anything too special. But just the amount of details and the practical effects you have in there, like, they have books floating over top and they have creaking floorboards when you're up in like the attic area so um like the set is actually like movie quality it's so well detailed and they put so many effects in there it's like the one house that really stands out among all the other ones that's so cool and like what it's I find that to be like so much more exciting at like a mm-hmm. regional park. Like I've heard really people say it's like that because like, Halloween Horror Nights quality, yeah. which is amazing to have at a regional park. Exactly, exactly. Like you, you expect it from Horror Nights, but you don't expect it when you go to your <laughs> local park and you're like, oh my god. Plus, I just, I sometimes just a good old classic haunted yeah. house is the way to go. Like sometimes it is just it. <laughs> in my opinion, personally. <laughs> well, thank you. Now let's go over to Danielle for her number one um, spot. I'm going to go with a very unique park um, that is actually one of my favorites. Um, Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, and yes. I know you guys know where this is going. I'm actually going to talk <laughs> yes. about Damned in Orlando, Florida. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I you really threw me through a loop. I legitimately was like, I sat there. I said, "That is not what." I, I swear. I'm sitting here. I'm like, I swear. She just said not. I I'm not gonna lie. I felt really dumb for a second. I yeah. So stupid. <laughs> I did too. I was like, did I hear her wrong? Okay, tunnel of the dam. Okay. So, Knott's Berry Farm is actually one of my um, sorry, one of my peak of gotta see at some point list, right? Um, I I think that they do some of the Halloween stuff even this year with what they have um, as far as limitations on what they can do with being the theme park and open out in California is um, pretty magnificent and pretty awesome. Um, I think that, you know, they, they keep, they rotate their houses out, but they add some unique features to it. So last year they had a house where they added like an elevator sequence, you know, at the beginning to help people and, you know, add to, um, yes. the house that, you know, they, they'll change the endings. So even though you're kind of getting, 
you're signing up for the same quote unquote house or attraction or maze, whatever you like to call it. Um, I think you're still having a different and new experience each year because, you know, they're changing endings, they're changing, you know, different things throughout to, to switch it up, even though you're not totally breaking down and rebuilding all the attractions every year. And I think it's a unique experience to go with a very exactly. unique park. Um, and plus, I'm, I'm a foodie too, and I think that they have some really good, really good fall food options to explore in conjunction with Not Scary Farm and Not Scary Farm. So that was. Mm. I mean, Knott's has amazing food in general, from what I hear. Knott's so. is one of those like, yeah, I was like, Knott's is one of those parks that it is on, it is on like my major bucket list. Like, if I go to California, like Knott's is literally like I can't miss it. Like a lot of people are like, I'm going to Disney Universal. No, yep, I'm going to yep. Knott's, and, and, I'll, and I've been Disney, to all three out in California. Like, that's what I've been lucky enough to do that, um, and I'd love to go back out again. Um, eventually um but i hands down not very farm was my favorite park out west um, plus i want to go for that boysenberry <laughs> festival i know it's not haunt related but it oh just looks good everybody talks about how good that food is at that festival food <laughs> i don't even know what a boysenberry tastes like the time, i thought it was called a Yes, that chicken restaurant is off the chain. I, I don't think you can get anything too. bad at Knott's mm. Berry Farm as far as food. Well, I'm not <laughs> surprised. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't. Okay, now we're going to move on Woo! to my number one. And my number one is actually... Also, not really scary. Point. What a coincidence. It is not. And, like, I also think it's really funny that none of, <laughs> none of us picked HHN, which I think was really, really cool. Um, and not, that we're not, I'm not knocking HHN. HHN fanboys, don't come at me. If you do, I really don't care. But don't come at me. I just, I think there's more mm-hmm. than not. Or I think there's more than HHN. Um, now, for not again, for me, like Danielle said, it is so unique. Yeah. The lore and work they put into this theme park haunt is insane. The concepts they come up with are so different and unique. And what I think is really cool is they also do a lot of concepts that are very um, culturally represented, representative, representative. Uh, for you know the population of California California is a very big melting pot and so they do haunts that are of different cultures and uh, and yes they have had their problems with some of those haunts I'm going to go ahead and admit that some of those haunts were problematic but um, I will say that I think it's really cool that they try to at least put some kind of respect into yes. when they yes. use a cultural like a, a legend or, or um, what have you yeah absolutely thing for their haunts um Mm. yes thank you they try to put some kind of respect in it they're not just like oh here it is blah 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 like you know they don't just slap together they 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 try to 
put some kind of respect on it. And they do pull away from they have been they have pulled away from that recently because I, I think they know that what they did was not the best. I wouldn't say it was like blatantly intended to be disrespectful or anything, but like um some of them are not the best. But like overall this this haunt is where all the other Cedar mm. Fair haunts gets their idea. This is it. Like this is the creative nerve center for that. And and um fun fact or uh, yeah like this is the creative like nerve center for um uh uh I mean it's one of the oldest the uh, theme park haunts I mean, just in general. It is. It it's it's yeah. I think it's what inspired HHN. Yep. From what I've heard, because Knott's even inspired Disneyland. Um, like that's why I just think it's so cool. But like the concepts they come up with for this, uh, first of all, sliders are an icon that originated from Knott's. So when you see sliders at other events, which are the mm. people on those special knee pads that spark when they slide across, that came from Knott's. Um, uh, like. Uh, Club Blood, which was a vampire nightclub, that went to a lot of Cedar Fair parks. That was a Knott's original. Um, th- there's so many Knott's houses that go to the other parks that are insane. Um, like Carnival, the scare zone, uh, came from Knott's. Um, and th- like some of their, one of the most unique things I've seen, I've ever seen them do, is they had two houses that were back to back. Because they were two separate houses with a continued story, the first one was from the asylum. Well, the first one was in the- was the asylum, which they used to have, and the second one was called uh, Demi- it was called uh, Demented. And with the second one was you were inside the brain of somebody from the oh. first haunt. So you got to see what they've seen, what they're seeing in their head while they're inside the asylum. It was so cool. Plus, they've had like. They've had amazing like sci-fi haunts. They've had um, they they've they've even had haunts that were choose your own adventure. Oh wow! It's just it's it's insane. Yeah, like it, it was a like a voodoo um, Louisiana themed haunt, but it was a choose your own adventure haunt. So you went to side A or side B multiple times throughout the house, and so you could go multiple times and have multiple different stories through this house they had a house that ended last year called Shadowlands that was all themed to Japanese lore they've had uh, they've had houses that were themed to yep. uh, Mexican American lore was one too at um, one point. Hispanic lore um, yep. yes Calico because of the ghost town they have all these Calico houses they have uh, one of the best houses they've ever had was Trick or Treat and which was uh, it was it was like the classic old school looking haunted house, but then you realized it was real because it was about the Green Witch, which was like the icon of of hell or of not scary farm, and she was like taking the souls of the oh. children who came to trick or treat to her house and like turning them into her demons. And so the further you got into the house, the darker it got. It started off as like oh you know people in ghost sheets and silly like vintage 70s you know um, Halloween mask and stuff like that but the further you got into it the darker it got and the the more you started to realize that these masks were being molded onto the kids faces and they were becoming the monster like that Halloween they were pretending Town to be 
<laughs> yes, very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I want to say, Knott's had an underwater house. And then the next year, HHN had an underwater themed house. And um, that's not the mm-hmm. first time that has happened. Knott's had a doll factory themed house. And then a few mm-hmm. years later, Halloween Horror Nights had a doll factory themed house. Uh, so I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Let's mention the shows that they had at Knott's as well. <laughs> like, I mean, they don't have her anymore, but they used to have Elvira every year. <laughs> they had freaking Elvira, like the Elvira. Who's like, when can you just go to a theme park and see the Elvira? Yeah, included in admission, you're like, okay, let's go do three haunts, and we're gonna go watch Elvira. And then we're going to go get, like, <laughs> some chicken. <laughs> I just think Knott's is just, like, the creativity within it is so amazing. Last house I have to talk about before we head on to the end of this episode is they had a house called Black Magic that was literally themed to, like, Harry Houdini and, like, his, his like, performance of like dark magic and ghosts that were trapped inside this like magic show hall that was falling down due to projection mapping and it had some of the most insane effects one of the best scares I think I've ever seen which was a person inside of like a water you know like that water tank trick where they get in like the straight jacket and submerge in water it was that except like the person looked like they were floating in this water tank but then it oh, was wow. plexiglass, and they could slam against it. It was so cool. And a house they had last year um, was one that was based on... Um, it was basically based on all the lore from Knott's Scary Farm. And it had the witch, again. Uh, the green witch, except this time she's taking over Ghost Town. And she literally flies over top of you multiple times. Wow from different angles and it is a actual scare actor flying over top of you it's just insane but uh, that's enough of me gushing about not scary farm and enough of us gushing about our favorite um regional haunt i think that brings our spooky episode to an end but before we go it's time for bugs so far nah, you have anything like <laughs> <laughs> you really again youtube stop y'all are confusing me uh no um i have a youtube channel it is called adventures with parker and um it's mostly vlogs and a couple like discussion kind of videos mostly about theme parks but we also do some travel and some local attractions especially this year i've been doing a lot of outdoorsy things on the channel but yeah mostly theme parks um, I have a lot of Halloween stuff on there too, including a lot of vlogs from Halloween Haunt. And I also did one from Legends of Horror. So if you want to check out some of the things that I was talking about, you can head over there. And on top of that, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ADV Parker. I'm going to go ahead and say, you guys need to watch his YouTube channel. You need to follow, you need to subscribe. I am an avid fan. At, like, him and Corey are my two, like, basically tied for number one YouTube, like, theme park YouTube people. And, like, Parker does more than theme parks as, as well. Corey does as well. But, um, 
Parker, like, his channel is so unique. You have such a unique perspective in your videos. The way you film is not just, like, a, t- a typical boring vlog. And the it, it, they really are adventures. And I think it's really cool that you take us along. And I'm loving the new series where you guys went to... Uh, Tovermory. That... Yeah. <laughs> place. Yes, that place. Where you went there and there was the seagulls attacking the food. Highly enjoyed that. Because I'm not going to spoil it. Y'all need to go watch that yeah. video. But it is so funny. I'm a bit... I'm, I'm legitimately oh, a big well, thank you. Channel, so you need to go subscribe. No. You're welcome. No. And then Danielle, um, do you have anything you'd like to um, plug? <laughs> Coming for my joke. had to talk to you at some point, right? Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So uh, I'm not Spirit Farm. You're at (laughs) HHN. Okay, so you can follow my shenanigans on Twitter at Traveling Dano. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> That's amazing. And then as for me, you guys can follow me at on Twitter at, at Scott021 or look up dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at dyslexic96 and on TikTok at dyslexic. Um and then you can listen to the Dyslexic podcast every week like you're doing now. Um I mostly post about theme parks, but I also post a lot about the current reality shows I'm watching, such as Big Brother, or Drag Race, or Dragula, or Camp Wanakiki. I watch a lot of drag shows. Guys, I'm gay. Um, so it just comes to the territory. Um, or, you know, other things that I'm interested in, which seems like nothing more than theme parks, but I promise you I have more personality than that. <laughs> but yeah so you guys can follow me on all there and that's gonna do it for us for this special haunted home park hoedown episode if you like this episode then you can check out all of season one and two of dyslexic and season one of ultimate imagineer my theme park based uh reality design competition uh which will be getting a season two an announcement is coming soon so if you want to be cast and participate and maybe win a prize for coming up with some uh innovative theme park designs then um you know hit me up after i post that um that casting um you can find that on all major podcast platforms spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, stitcher etc and so on if you really really like this episode then you can share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating interview on your favorite podcast platform i would really greatly appreciate that because i could get the show out to more people and i would uh really like for that to happen uh, thank you all once again for joining us. Make sure to wash your hands. Long pause. Wear your mask over your nose. Long pause. And social distance. Long pause. I'm sick of this. Please do those things for me. Please. <sighs> We're not Bye. with all that Happy being Halloween. said. Have an amazing week. And I will see you all next week. Boom. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody.